All right, George is leading this segment, but he's... Oh, here he is. Right now, we're going to listen to some fun, amazing sports audio. And here's George Dunham. So incredibly fun. Yeah, let's start off. This is a tradition unlike any other. We have our 30th birthday party coming up this Friday. And next month, we have ticket stock. So it's about that time. We have to hear the yearly ticket stock promo song that I know everyone's excited about. It's going to be an earworm here for the next three or four weeks, so let's get it started. Productions for helping us out with that. The great Shay Taylor. And I'm sorry. That's all I have to say. <laughs> You're going to have to hear that a lot for uh, the next yeah. month or so. Not in its entirety. No, Probably. but you'll hear bits okay. and pieces of it over the next month. Okay, now help me out. What song is that? That it's is Green Day. Uh, Welcome to Paradise by okay. Green Day, gotcha. which was released on the Dookie album, which is a hilarious name for an album in 1994, <laughs> the year the ticket started. I was thinking Green Day. It sounded Green Day-ish, but I couldn't quite place it. Yeah. And let's all get prepared, shall we, for Mullen & Mullen Injury Law Firm ticket stock February 23rd and 24th at the Plano Events Center, our Collin County home. Mike Madano, many others will be there. It's going to be a great time. Okay. To the games. And first up, Tony Romo. We've said a lot about Tony Romo and the way he calls a game along with Jim Nance. If I had to sit down as a consultant to the broadcast team, I would say this. Thumbs Tony, up. Tony, I love sometimes your information because I do think he has great insight why a play worked, why it didn't. I would tell him to let's stick to our thought process here. Let's complete the sentence. You're 
you're starting to talk about why the receiver was open, then you switch over to something else, and then you go to something else. You get distracted. Love your enthusiasm. Let's keep that up. You, We know who Jim Nance is. He's been an announcer now for 40 years. You don't have to say his name that many times. I ran the gym meter yesterday, and if you were playing a drinking game, you would get so hammered if you took like a half glass of beer every time he said Jim. 18 times in the first half, 13 times in the second half for a total of 31 times he said Jim. That's wow. not bad. That may be one of his lower numbers because in the yeah. second half he was slowing down. He was on pace for you know 36 or 40, and then he slowed down. But it's almost comical. It's almost like a little kid just... Right, Jim? Mm-hmm. Okay, Jim? I mean, it's just over and over. <laughs> He's always Jim. asking Jim, what would you do here? Tony, that's your job to tell everybody what you right, think they you're should the guy. do. guy. And it's like Jim several times has to say, no, Tony, what do you what do you think here? What do you... I don't know, Jim. <laughs> Go to your happy place. I don't mind it so much. <sighs> you're just trying to wind us up. Yeah. No, I'm and serious. It doesn't bother me like too. he does you. It's little things, too, like... I don't know if you've noticed this, and I can see why folks from around here would tend to call Steve Spagnolo Steve Spagnola because of our friend Mickey Spagnola. Mm-hmm. That's all Romo calls him. He called him Spagnola probably eight times yesterday. Every time they show him, I go, oh, no, he's going to say Spagnola like this. Yeah, you're exactly right. And Steve Spagnola, who... Just blitzes from everywhere, disguises. But he knows if you cannot stop the run, you can't get into those looks, those crazy looks, and make it challenging on Josh Allen. Every time. It's Spagnola. Every time. That's that's just a southern accent. No, it's not. He's from the south. It's not even close. Here's another thing. Don't let Tony throw it to break. Because that's when you get moments like this, and you get a gym mention, and uh, just panic sets in. These two quarterbacks, you go look at their start to their career. Mahomes has won Super Bowls. Allen's trying to get there, but they're one and two in so many categories. Is it his time this this year, Jim? (laughs) Is he trying to say, is it his time this year, Jim? (laughs) You have to throw Jim in there again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> One more time. These two quarterbacks, you go look at their start to their career. Mahomes has won Super Bowls. Allen's trying to get there, but they're one and two in so many categories. Is it his time this, this year, Jim? <laughs> it's Super Bowl. Isn't it like a little kid? Right, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> you know what it dawned on me yesterday, and I can't believe that he has been doing this now for seven seasons, I think it is. Seven? I think this was his seventh season. Started in 2017. That's yeah, that's right, because 16 was his last year to play. It seems like he's been doing it about three years, but he's been there for seven years. Maybe he's done three games, so we give him a break. Um, okay, here's another <laughs> going to break. And he thinks, I mean, why do you think the Chiefs keep winning? Patrick Mahomes be a good place Andy to start. Reed. Andy Reid, that's a good one. How about because they know it's a playoff game? 
I felt like last week they were really showing something, but stalled out in the red zone. But right now they are rounding into form when when it really matters. They know it's the playoffs. <laughs> football players usually play football during football season. Yeah, it was kind of uh, kind of along those lines. And then, of course, Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown, and he gives the signal to Taylor, the hard signal. And for some, this was maybe the greatest moment in the NFL this year. I happen to live with someone who thought it was the greatest moment in the NFL this year. But someone has to tell Tony. I guess they are living together now, right? Are they? I think so. Travis Kelsey and Taylor. Oh, I thought you meant Tony and Travis Kelsey. (laughs) No, I think Tay-Tay and uh, Travis are living together now. They're not married, though. But Romo swears they're married because when they show the booth and there's Jason Kelsey hanging out of the booth, shirtless, just hammering beers. I bet he had 20-something beers yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, Romo says this. Takes the lead at 2017, the same score by which Buffalo beat the Chiefs back in December. <laughs> There's your brother-in-law right behind you. <laughs> He's done that on previous broadcasts, too. He keeps calling them, you know, not that specific reference, but he refers to them as being married. Yeah. He thinks they're married. No, he's just being he, funny. No, no, he's not. He thinks they're I married. I, yeah, I think he does. And <laughs> that was really little kid there, too. Look, this is brother-in-law. This is brother-in-law. One more time. Takes the lead at 2017, the same score by which Buffalo beat the Chiefs back in December. There's your brother-in-law right behind you. <laughs> just laughs and off they go. (laughs) Such a strange team. And I know we've talked about this before. Do you think Jim really enjoys it, or do you think he just looks at it as a three-hour white-knuckle ride? I would say the latter. I think Jim is to the point in his career where, you know, he's, he's excited about the Masters and he loves living at Pebble Beach. He's and got it made. He's, he's, he's got life, it yeah. made. Yeah. And so he says to himself, I can put up with Tony for three hours one more time. You got this. And he just keeps <laughs> saying that every week. Kind of like me with Gordo every day. It's like, Gosh. okay, I'll do it one more day. I can do it. You guys are so harsh. <laughs> Gordon's a moron. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gordon, because I'm actually here to give you some credit this morning. Thank because you. you noticed something that we did not notice and no one else called out before I heard you call it out. And because these guys did a lot of Cowboy games, we would hear the way Greg Olson would say a word that ended in OT, like the word spot. He would say it how? Spot. Yeah. You got to get to that spot. I thought of you on Saturday because there was a bad spot of the ball on uh, Green Bay, and they didn't make it on third and one. They didn't make it on fourth and one. And Matt LaFleur was really upset about it. And then they showed him, Matt LaFleur, talking in slow motion, and Greg (laughs) tried to recap what he was saying. First of all, 
This is Greg talking about the spot of the ball. See LaFleur, he doesn't like the spot, but... That is amazing. <laughs> he calls it a spa. That is yeah. ridiculous. But that's what really cracked me up when they showed Matt LaFleur in slow motion saying, that's a bad spot. And you can even see his mouth closed to, to you know, pronounce the T. This is how Greg filled up his words. Tell you what, Greenlaw hit him right in the chin. Now you're going to see LaFleur. He's saying that's a bad spot. Gosh! <laughs> you heard just a little bit of the ending of the word, but it pretty much sounded like spa. And he said it all night long. So I give you credit. You noticed that first, and then... Drives me up the wall. It, it didn't but... even uh, register with us until you said it. And now that's all I hear when I hear a Greg Olson game. And I think he's tremendous. I think he's really, really good. But that is something I that I can't believe you to... wouldn't notice that because you're an impersonator of people. Yeah, not like you though. You notice little things like that that I, I, I bad just... spot. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not spa; it is spot. Even though it sounded like he was maybe trying to uh, give you a good deal on a spa on Saturday. <laughs>